Hello and welcome back to the 45th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor with your host, Ben Elian. And of course, we have our lovely Ashley Downing, as always. Hey, everybody. Alrighty, guys. So we got a stacked-ass episode for you. Um, so I don't know if you guys check, uh, saw this video, but it went viral last week. Um, what we see in this uh, clip here is a CEO of um, a fund called Social Capital. Uh, and an anchor on CNBC are kind of going back and forth in an interview and they're talking about the coronavirus response and the stimulus package and who deserves to get wiped out and all this stuff. And it's really interesting to see like someone who's literally a billionaire, like the, the CEO, um, his name is Kalamath, uh, I, I couldn't even say his last name, uh, Pal Ipetha? I have no idea, sorry guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you basically just see them going back and forth. I'll let that video speak for itself. It's super, super good. Another thing I to, we wanted to talk about uh, in this episode is a tweet by Robert B. Reich. And if you don't know who that is, he's actually a, uh, an economist. He was the U.S. Labor Secretary under President Bill Clinton in the 90s. Um, so, and he, of course, teaches at uh, a university, a prestigious university. I believe it's UCLA or one of those like prestigious ones in uh, maybe it's UC Berkeley actually. That I think. Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, it's Berkeley. Now that I think of it, yeah. Yeah, I just <laughs> okay. I just double checked. <laughs> okay, good, good. All right, so um, let's go ahead and jump into the first topic here um, because they're they're pretty related anyways uh, so let's start off with this video and I'm pretty much just gonna let the video do the talking for right now and uh, we will uh, see what you think right after and I think we all agree with you that more money for Main Street is needed maybe not in spite of the the money to all of these companies or whatever that make up the economy as well, that more money is, is, is needed everywhere, perhaps. Um, but are, are you suggesting, you keep saying propping up zombie companies. Are, are, you, are you arguing to let airlines, for example, fail? Yes. Why? I mean, how, how does that make sense in the broader scheme of, of the economy? Because it's not that's so funny i i had a thought really quick there because i just think it's so funny that he just answered like yes like it's how do you not like how do you not see this bro you know like that's the kind of like tony took with it um but really interesting to see like the cnbc anchor asking and like being dumped on it by like what do you mean by like this like how can you say that you know like shouldn't everybody get more money like i know you're saying poor people should get more money or like the people should get more money but shouldn't businesses get more money too on top of the $4 trillion that they were given? Shouldn't they be given more money? Shouldn't we bail them out again and keep bailing them out? Like, that's what this guy is basically asking. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, how tone deaf are you? But whatever. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to put it back a little bit so you get the beginning of his response. And here you go. Their scheme of, of the economy. Because it's not, because when you look at what it means, this is why I'm saying, like, this is a lie that's been purported by Wall Street. When a company fails, it does not fire their employees. It goes through a packaged bankruptcy, right? If anything, what happens is the people who have the pensions inside those companies, the employees of these companies, end up owning more of the company. 
The people that get wiped out are the speculators that own the unsecured tranches of debt or the folks that own the equity. And by the way, those are the rules of the game. That's right, because these are the people that purport to be the most sophisticated investors in the world. They deserve mm -hmm. to get wiped out. But the employees don't get wiped out. The pensions don't typically get wiped out. Why does anybody, does, I just don't understand, why does anybody deserve, using your word, to get wiped out from a, a, a crisis created like, like this? How, how does anybody deserve to get wiped don't. out? Well, wait, wait, but just be clear, like, who are we talking about? We're talking about a hedge fund that serves a bunch of billionaire family offices. Who cares? Let them get wiped out. Who cares? They don't get the summer in the Hamptons. Who cares? I mean, there are people, you, you, don't think the employees, table, on, Scott. you don't think you the employees of these companies table, own stocks? I mean, own their stocks, what? own the company's stocks? You can, you can look on Bloomberg and you can see what percentage of these companies are typically owned by. These, these things are owned by BlackRock. These things are owned by these huge, you know, amorphous organizations, ultimately downstream. And the employee owns a few hundred dollars or a few thousand thousand dollars of shares. Well, I just don't understand. So this is, like, is a, a, could, a, like a natural disaster. Why does anybody deserve to get wiped out? So funny. I'm just going to stop it really quick there once again. It's it just like this guy does not seem to get it. And he's stuck on like this word like deserve. Um, he's just so out of touch with reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, really? Are you... Does and he exactly like you were saying, he's so caught on this word deserves when in all actuality, these people are not being wiped out at all. Um, it, that's really what this CEO is trying to say. It's Americans that we should be caring about because these hedge fund um, and these th these big, big investors are not really being wiped out here. Exactly. And it's actually the complete opposite, you know, like who's really getting wiped out? Who's <laughs> like the people are, you know, like we just kept getting news that like, I, I'm pretty sure there were like up to 17 million in unemployment within the last three weeks alone. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're the ones getting wiped out. We're the ones that are taking all the heat. We're the ones losing our jobs. We're the ones losing our health care. We're the ones that can't pay our bills. And they want more money on top of what they were given, like we, in a few episodes ago, when we started talking about the stimulus bill, we went over the budget. Only $250 billion was allocated towards the people themselves. Yeah. And, and when you, for when over you, $4 trillion for big businesses. Exactly. So when it comes down to it, the word wiped out cannot even be referred to when speaking of these people. It can only be referred to when talking about the average American, because these people will not be wiped out, even if their company ends up going bankrupt, because they are already millionaires, billionaires. They've mm -hmm. already invested money in all sorts of other areas that they're exactly. still gaining money off of. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to resume the uh, video for you guys. One second. Wouldn't that be immoral in and of itself? No, because what's happening right now is what I'll tell you is on Main Street today, people are getting wiped out. And right now, rich CEOs are not. Boards that had horrible governance are not. Hedge funds are not. People are. Six million people just this week alone basically saying, holy mackerel, I don't know how I'm going to make you know my own expenses for the next few weeks, days, months. So it's happening today to individual Americans. 
And what we've done is disproportionately prop up and protect, you know, poor performing CEOs, companies, and boards. And you have to wash these people out. All right. That's the end of the video. <laughs> but I just, I hope you guys uh, really paid attention to that because it was, this is a rare instance in where you see someone from the finance industry and someone particularly wealthy themselves come out in support of the people which doesn't really happen too much from their side of it you're usually they're the ones like they're the ones that kind of coined that phrase like never waste a good crisis you know and like it, it, they're literally making money off the backs of the people that are losing everything right now mm-hmm. and that's this is not unique to this case right now this is not unique to coronavirus they did this in every recession, every depression that has uh, existed as long as the economy has um, existed. So it's just it's dumbfounding for me to um, to see the federal government try to save these companies while they were going to fail in the beginning like this is literally socialism like but for the rich for the rich it's socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor yeah well yeah i i i want to say how much this ties into our next topic but uh, it's just so obvious in circumstances like we are in now in the middle of a pandemic when you see all of these people filing for unemployment unsure of where they are going to or how they are going to pay their their bills or how they're deciding what bills are not going to pay so that they can pay their mortgage or pay their rent um and then at the exact same time you have people who are being bailed out by this stimulus package who are already billionaires who are already able to pay their mortgage who if they lost their job tomorrow they would still be able to pay their mortgage for probably 10 years and or they're living in homes that are paid off like i mean it's just crazy to me that they are trying to say that if 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 this class of people this top one percent gets hit hard by this pandemic that it's going to be the worst thing the Amer- America has ever seen. I mean, no, it's not. It's really not. What's going to be the worst thing America has ever seen is when the majority of the country cannot go to stores and purchase things, when they can't contribute to the economy because they don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And even then, they don't want to give us like cash payments. You know, they barely want to give yeah. us our $1,200, our measly. Because they're uh, just going to keep bailing out each other. So they don't need the average American. I mean, in reality, they do because oh, yes. all, they make all of their money off of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just going to bring up the, one, the next topic because <laughs> it has a lot to do with this. Um, and once again, that is this is a tweet by um, a famous economist, Robert B. Reich. And uh, he said, quote, more than 16.8 million Americans have lost their jobs in the past three weeks alone. Bless you. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, the S&P 500 is on pace to have its best weekly performance since 2008. Another recession, by the way. Uh, so if it does, if that doesn't convince you 
that the stock market isn't a reflection of the economy, I don't know what will. So, like how we were talking about, like who are the people that are really,、uh, and, and the CEO said it himself. Like Kalamathi、uh, uh, had said that who are the real people that own the majority of these,、uh, the companies that would fail in the first place? It's the rich, it's the powerful, it's the influential. You know, it's these are the people that are going to w- get wiped out if they can't, if they lose some money, they're going to be able to survive, like you said, and. If it means that they don't get to go to the fucking Hamptons、uh, for the summer, or they can't go to Barbados or travel the world like they're used to, fuck them. Well, and exactly like he said, there's summer in the Hamptons. Okay, so they might not be able to have a summer in the Hamptons, but they can probably still go to France for a week. They can probably still,、um, you know, go <laughs> south for the winter for a month. I mean, maybe they don't have three months in the Hamptons, but come on. I mean, they're still living in three million dollar homes, or they have own two homes. Meanwhile, the average American can't even pay their mortgage. I mean, it's disgusting. Sorry, it just makes me heated. It、then. really is, and no need to apologize because <laughs>、uh, the. The next thing,、um, I'm actually going to put this on our Facebook and Twitter pages,、um, but it's an image uh, from, uh, I believe it's CNBC,、um, and it's that one show,、uh, I believe it's called like Mad Money. And what we see in the background, this, this picture became viral as well within the last week. And it shows in the background a screen that says, The Dow's best week since 1938. And it's so interesting to see how fucking tone deaf this is, or how,、uh, like, kudos to the person that、mm-hmm. caught this. But the caption in front of it, like, as the guy is walking up to the, the camera, he says, or it says, more than 16 million Americans have, has lo- have lost jobs in three weeks. So this picture is literally everything that's wrong with America in one picture. Because while. Only a very, smu- a very small amount of us are making, a ki- are making a killing right now. They're making a killing off of the backs of millions of people losing their money, losing their livelihoods, basically losing everything like they lost in like 2008, like they、um, were starting to do in the 90s. Like it ha- also happened in the 80s a little bit.、Uh, and of course, the Great Depression in the 30s. And this one is supposed to be worse than all of them. So, comparatively speaking, they should make more money during this crisis than at any point before. And I think we're starting to see that in the case of these bailouts. They already started giving away trillions of dollars. The Fed, we played the video for you guys, in which the Fed clearly said, They were going to do whatever it takes to keep this, mar- this、uh, market afloat in this economy. Printing upwards of a trillion dollars a day out of thin air. But it wouldn't bother me if it was actually going to something that would make the country better, do some kind of service, do something. But what does it do? What do they do with the money? They just give it back to these fucking companies that didn't know what to do with in the first place. Like, the reason why these companies need bailouts is because they were, they were,、uh, they did shit with all the money that they had. These airlines, what they did was they,、um, they had $40 billion in profits. And what did the 90, what did they do with it? Nine, over 90% of that money 
those profits, they went back to stock buybacks. Stock buybacks to inflate their uh, the, the stock prices. To make themselves, the CEOs, richer. The CEOs oftentimes have packages, um, salary packages tied to how well the stock performs. So that it incentivizes them to do that. But the like why I brought that up is because they did not know how to manage these, their money, which is why they deserve to fail. Like that's what Kalmak was trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's what well, he was I- getting at. And what it comes down to also is that they were the they were the initial investors. I mean, these are the people who made that initial choice. So those are the people that, in his words, deserves. But it, why should somebody else pay for somebody else's decision? If when it comes down to something like this, I mean, sure, like he said, some. Uh, employees of course have stocks in the companies that they work for however it's probably like he said thousands of dollars at that these other investors have way more invested therefore they deserve to lose way more i mean it's just mathematics <laughs> exactly like no one held a gun up to their head and, and said yo you have to buy like millions of dollars of this stock bro otherwise mm-hmm. we're gonna kill you You're like no one ever said it to them their uh, investors their financial advisors whoever the fuck told them they made a bad bet. They well, made a bad how... bet and they expect the government to bail them out of their bet using the leverage that they have over the federal government in the case of jobs. You know, they're exactly. using the people, their employees as bargaining chips. Mm-hmm. And how and... can you say that those people are even remotely re- responsible or um, should be affected by a a million dollar decision that somebody else made when they have never in their life even been able to make a half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what's ludicrous to me. You're telling me that all these people who live either paycheck to paycheck or are able to maybe take one vacation a year. I mean, the average American to people who are making millions of dollars a year and you want to say that these average Americans deserve to have the same or more of um, a financial burden than these people who made the decision to invest their million dollars? No. No. It makes no sense. Absolutely. Um, And once again, I just think this goes to show like how much or like how rigged this economy is for the top 1% and how how stacked up the odds are against the everyday working, uh, the everyday working class. You know, like the government doesn't really care, you know, even for small businesses, like they only got like 350 billion, I think. Who did, who got all these exemptions? Who got all the the majority, the vast majority of the money? Who keeps getting all the attention? Who keeps getting all the support from the fucking media like we just heard? That keeps trying to purport this falsehood of the stock market and all these companies needing bailouts from from the government by taxpayer taxpayer dollars. Are you fucking serious? And just for you, all all of those people that like are proponents of free market, like this is not the free market. Like this is not the free market. When you are asking for the federal government 
to bail your company out because of how shitty of a business you are and how sh- shit your accounts are and uh, expenditures and whatnot. Like you deserve to fail. That's why he kept saying that. Because that's how business people think. That's the free market. And that's why I said that. That's why I keep saying that it's socialism for the rich for them to keep getting bailed out by the government. It's not a free market. And it's so ironic for all these people that are like proponents of that. Um, like all these finance people, all these CEOs are all, they all talk about the, the free market. We need like less regulations, like all this shit up until they need money. Then they don't say anything about that. And that's what's fucked. Yeah. That's what all you people need to see. That's what the people need to understand, be aware of, and act upon. There needs to be some kind of like Occupy Wall Street type of movement again. The American people need to stand the fuck up to these people. Like, I think if this gets worse, like progressively worse, like the, the economic situation for uh, most people, uh, and it doesn't get any better, I think that's where we're kind of headed towards. And I've been seeing calls from other people on like across Twitter or like on other social media platforms to start that. They, I keep seeing calls for like yellow vests. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, the yellow vests were these protesters that came out in France. And these French protesters were bad ass motherfuckers. Let me tell you that. So uh, I saw this video, a little off topic, but this video showed these protesters literally like spew uh like using a cannon and throwing shit all over like a government building like literal like shit manure and i remember seeing like one of the windows was open and they aimed for it so they were throwing shit literally like a cannon of shit in the window um i feel so bad for the employees that were there but the point was to show the people to show their level of discontent with the the way that things were going in France. Yeah. And what did the government do when that shit started happening and all these people started rioting in the streets and like doing all these things? These these governments have to act. They have to respond. Mm-hmm. We saw that in the case of Japan too. We mentioned that in this podcast as well with their with their riots and protests. Well, and I agree with you. I think that the, the I mean 16.8 over 16.8 million Americans. I mean that is a lot. Um, I, I definitely agree with you. If it does get worse, I see, I see riots. I definitely see people. Um, I mean, what, what else do you do? If you can't pay your bills, you have nothing to lose. Really? You don't have a job. You can't lose that. You're already not going to work. You can't support your family. You can't buy groceries. You can't, I mean, you, at this point, people really get into that fight or flight mentality and they don't know what to do so they decide to protest they decide to take to the streets or do something erratic which hopefully doesn't happen but um yeah we need a a big financial reform in this country we need uh Financial reform, social reform, health reform, education reform. But I think it really comes down to financial reform because all of the reasons why our criminal justice system is the way it is, our education system is the way it is, our healthcare system is the way it is, is all because of the people who are paying into these government 
corporations, these 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 government of, or, or the people who are lobbying for these government officials are mm-hmm. being these officials are being paid by these people, the healthcare yeah. industry, education. I mean, that's where this is all coming from. P- the money yeah. is going into the wrong hands, and too much money is going into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and end it here. It seems like a great spot, great commentary, and. Uh, once again, guys, we are going to put all these um, resources on our on our socials for you, especially our Facebook page. That's probably the most populated out of everything. Um, but I wanted you to go, please go check out that video um, from that CNBC anchor uh, and that interview with um, it's the social capital CEO, Calma. Um And please follow these people, like educate yourselves, inform yourselves, because once again, that is the objective of this podcast for you to take what you learn and apply it to your life to for you to become a more informed citizen yeah (laughs) i mean these are troubling times but of course we will keep our audience updated but i think this is a great place to wrap up so once again thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of this podcast your word of mouth is our oxygen so please give us a five-star rating on um apple podcast if you're listening on there yes. and tell your friends tell your mom tell your dog tell your cats <laughs> uh tell everybody about uh, your new progressive podcast that you're listening to with your homies bennett and ashley who update you on the latest and greatest in the news um which we're happy to do of course, follow us also on Facebook at The Oligarchy Disruptor. You can follow us on Twitter at Ben the Disruptor and Ashley at Ash the Disruptor. Absolutely. And also, guys, please do not forget to vote. I know with all this coronavirus shit, it's very easy to forget what's going on right now. But um, or what I mean is like the election and stuff that's also going on simultaneously in the background. But over half the nation has not cast their vote yet. So it is very important that you vote in the primaries up until the general election, which we will go to face Donald Trump. So I'll leave it to the queen of voting to give you her spiel about (laughs) that. So I'll go ahead, Ash. All right, everybody. Yes, don't forget to vote. Um, If you do not know where your polling place is, perfect website it's called yourfuckingpollingplace.com and it's very simple just type in your address press okay and your polling place will show up um in the times that they're open again that's yourfuckingpollingplace.com and then um oh yeah any questions you have about voting so what your registration status is um if you can same day register to vote i think a lot of states um Actually, I'm not going to say that because I'm not totally sure about how um, states are. I know in Illinois, they stopped voter registration online quite a few weeks before the actual um, election. But a lot of states have same-day registration. Um, If you aren't really sure what else is going to be on your ballot, there's also a little section for you to see what's on your ballot. And this website is called rockthevote.org. Super awesome. And there's lots of questions. Uh, that's rockthevote.org. Don't forget to vote, guys. 
All right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Your word of mouth is our oxygen. So we will leave it there. Thank you once again, and we will see you next time.